Hey friends, I've been doing a lot of HTMA mineral testing lately and have been doing some deep dives for some of my clients and I thought that this would be a really helpful quick episode to just talk about minerals and why they're important for not only our bodies but our health and our hormones and give you some specifics to be looking for to know if your minerals are in balance or not. And since minerals are such a kind of like a hot topic or even a buzzword in the pro metabolic space and maybe are not something that are super well understood, I thought that this would be a fun episode to dive into. Now, I do have a long episode on minerals and it looked back, scrolled way back, and it's episode 40. So if you want to do a more of a deep dive after you listen to this, then episode 40 is the one for you. And if you listen to this and realize that you need help with this, that you need the step-by-step, then Nourish Your Hormones is the step-by-step plan laid out to replenish your minerals with nutrition in an easy way so that you can balance your hormones and have more energy for the life that you live. And so I've already got that laid out for you. It's ready. All you have to do is decide that you're ready and come in and join us and you'll get immediate access to not only the step-by-step plan, but community and support with me as well. So join us in Nurse Your Hormones and I'll see you in there. Welcome to the Happily Hormonal Podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, then you are in the right place. If you would love to have lasting energy, balanced hormones, and better periods, and you find yourself spending all of your precious time after the kids go to bed, researching what to eat, what supplements to take, how to exercise, and you feel overwhelmed by all the info out there, then I've got you. I'm Alicia Drew, registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, plus mama of three little ones. And I know that hormone balance doesn't have to be hard. I'll help you balance your hormones without perfection with simple steps that actually work for busy mamas. So you can feel good inside and out and be present, joyful, and confident in the beautiful life you're already living. If you're in for happy hormones, taking messy action and seeing results without perfection, then put your hair in that mom bun, grab your toddler the seventh snack of the day and grab yourself a bone broth, hot chocolate. So we can do this. Okay, so let's talk minerals. Now, I want to start by saying that I'm going to talk mostly about the four main minerals that I look at on HDMA. So those are the macro minerals, and those are calcium, magnesium, sodium, and potassium. They are not the only minerals by any means. They are not the only important minerals by any means, but these are the ones that I see a lot of patterns with that are most out of balance and our bodies work really well when these minerals come into balance and we can start to support other minerals afterwards. So there are a lot of nuances and there's a lot that we can look at at a deeper level if we do your own testing, which is available for my one-on-one clients, as well as for nurse or hormone students, we can always add on a lab test in a session with me. And so once you join me in nurse or hormones, you can always, um, reach out or, you know, find the links within the course to be able to do testing. So with that being said, this information today, I'm just giving you kind of an overview of patterns that I see, um, why minerals are important, but none of this is of course, you know, 
personalized to you because I don't have testing for you yet. So when I'm going over hair tissue mineral tests, I'm looking at patterns of minerals. I'm not looking at, you know, mineral levels in blood. I'm looking at mineral levels in hair. And when I'm looking at mineral levels in hair, I can see how your body is using the minerals that you have. And we look at these specific patterns and we're trained to see, you know, does this mean that there's potential depletion? Does this mean that there's excessive stress on the body and those type of things? And so this is the perspective that I'm coming to you with, with minerals is kind of the perspective of HGMA testing, but also just how minerals work in the body a little bit. And I'm going to go through, you know, if these minerals are high or low, some symptoms that you may have to kind of like help you realize if this is something that you want to look into more for yourself or not. So patterns that I often see on the HGMA, this is the women who come to me. And so usually they're women who have bad periods, bad PMS, low energy, maybe some anxiety, feeling just really out of out of sorts with your hormones, things are not going the way that you want to throughout the month. And so some of the patterns that I often see are a pattern of a blood sugar imbalance, which is, um, really, really common because so many of these macro minerals that I'm about to talk about play a really big role in getting insulin and glucose into the cell. So I can see patterns for blood sugar imbalances, whether that's high or low, I can see patterns for thyroid function. A lot of times I see a very high thyroid ratio, which means usually decreased thyroid function, whether that's clinical hypothyroid or not, is not, um, not something that's always clear on HDMA, but we can see if your body is moving in that direction and we can support it with minerals. And I also see a lot of, um, adrenal ratios that are really on the lower side or on the higher side. And we can see how your adrenals are doing, um, really based on these four macro minerals too. So I think that it's really important to realize that the, not only the levels of minerals, but also the patterns of minerals can tell us a lot about how your body is handling stress over the last few months. So first macro mineral I want to talk about is calcium. And one of the patterns that I see a lot on these tests is high calcium. Now that does not mean high calcium in the blood. High calcium in the blood is a lot more of a problem immediately. High calcium on an HGMA test is more of a pattern of long-term stress. And depending on how high it is, it can be from trauma. It can be from long-term, long-term emotional stress, but it can also be from long-term physical stress. And calcium is a really calming mineral in our body. And so when our bodies are under stress, they're always wanting to protect us. And you actually end up pulling more calcium from your bones and your teeth and moving it into soft tissues as kind of a calming mechanism for the body, moving it into hair. And while that may feel a little better in the moment, it's obviously not great long-term because you don't want to be pulling calcium from your bones and your teeth because you can have a lot more of a risk of osteoporosis or, you know, bone density issues, um, broken teeth, all of those things. And so we don't want to see that pattern of high calcium, but we do see it a lot of times and high calcium also slows down our metabolism. It makes it difficult for nutrients and hormones to pass through into the cell. So that can include thyroid hormone that can include insulin, which is, um, you know, really important for blood sugar balance. And so having higher calcium is not ideal. And we want to be able to balance that with other minerals and make sure that your body is able to continually absorb calcium. And also, you know, one big thing that you're going to hear me say multiple times in this episode is that if you have these patterns that show really high stress, we need to figure out what to do about your stress. We need to figure out if you're nourishing well, because that 
takes a lot of stress off the body. We need to figure out um, where we can support your body, not only physically, but emotionally as well. And like, where are those small places in your day that you actually can increase your stress resilience essentially, and you can start to repattern that stress whether or not your life stress can or will decrease anytime soon, there are things that we can do to maintain more of a healthy stress pattern in the body. And that's what I work on with my students all the time. And really the point of everything that I do is let's reduce stress in the body and let's find more of those signals of safety from your brain to your adrenals, from your brain to your hormones, so that you can start to see symptoms resolve and your body you know, has more longevity as well. And so that's exactly what I teach in nurture hormones. That's what I work with my clients on. And we look at all kinds of different things. So we're not just looking at calcium. Of course, we're looking at so many different things in the body, but it's really interesting what we can see with these minerals. So when we see calcium is high, sometimes it means that, um, there's an issue with other minerals as well. Sometimes we need support with magnesium or boron or vitamin K. Sometimes we need more of bioavailable calcium in the diet. We need to stop supplementing with some, um, different synthetic supplements that can cause calcium issues. And so this is all something that needs to be personalized based on your tests. But the big takeaway here is that, you know, we do want to make sure that your body is handling these minerals well, and that, um, that your body is not under too much stress. That's really the biggest thing. Um, when there is high calcium, I also often see high magnesium on these tests. And that actually means that it is probably a loss of magnesium. And so calcium in excess drives magnesium out of the cell, which is related to chronic stress. And so when that's happening when we see that calcium pattern in the body, then often magnesium is being depleted, but also we need a lot of magnesium in stress. And so, um, it's kind of a double whammy essentially. But when we see that high magnesium on a test, it tells me there's been a lot of stress, whether it's where, whether it's like really recent or long-term and oftentimes that depletes magnesium. But instead of just taking a magnesium supplement, especially a very high dose of a magnesium supplement, we really need to look at these other minerals because if we start to increase a lot of magnesium supplement instead of, you know, food-based magnesium, and we're not getting enough sodium or sodium is low, then that can actually keep sodium lower, which affects your adrenal glands, which affects your, um, like water balance in the body, your fluid balance in the body, it affects your blood sugar, and it also affects your potassium. And so sodium potassium have to be considered as well. And when we see a lot of, um, either high or low sodium. A lot of times on these tests, if we see high sodium, it's more of a sign of inflammation or like very, very, um, recent stress, or it can also, we can also see low sodium. A lot of times when we see low sodium, a lot of times it is in conjunction with low potassium. And those two minerals are something that you can replace really pretty easily with food. And especially if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling really fatigued, if you feel like you have issues with swelling, then really learning how sodium potassium can help your body can be really, really helpful. So when we see, um, sodium on the lower side, it can be associated with feeling like sluggish, not being able to handle stress. Well, digestive issues, um, that can be from low stomach acid because you do need enough sodium to make stomach acid. Well, um, it can be bloating. It could be fatigue. It could be blood sugar imbalances. Honestly, almost all of those things apply when my clients come to me most of the time. And so, 
that sodium is something that I look at a lot of times because that is a really easy, essentially like low hanging fruit. So some of my favorite ways to get sodium, I love using the LMNT electrolyte packets. I drink those every single day. They just taste good. I feel really good when I take them. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. If you haven't tried them before, if it's your first order, you can get a free sample pack, which is fun because they will send you every single flavor and you can try them all out and see which one you like along with ordering. You can get that when you order a box. So order a box of whatever flavor you think you'll like, and then you'll get the eight sample pack for free. And it's just a really easy way to get sodium in when you're on the go, when you're busy with your kids. Um, do hide them from your kids if you don't want them to find out how good they are because my kids personally love them. And um, so that's, I mean, but I love that it's such an easy way to get sodium in. You can also just do like a little pinch of salt in your water. I love doing a pinch of salt, good quality salt under my tongue. If I'm feeling anxious, it truly makes a huge difference. Um, Or just doing adrenal cocktails. You can do multiple different ways to get some extra sodium, but If you're not super sure what your numbers are, then do it really slowly. See how your body feels and see if it feels like it's helping with symptoms. It's helping with fatigue or things like that. Or if you, if you want to be really safe, then let's do an HDMA test and see what's actually going on with your sodium levels before you start doing that. Um, potassium also plays a really big role in sodium absorption. And so these four minerals, like they're not playing around, they all work together. And that's why it's so important to know what's going on first before you start jumping into a lot of supplementation. But that's why I think food-based can be so helpful because you're not going to get, you know, excessive amounts generally with food-based. So since potassium plays a role in sodium absorption, it's important to really focus on supporting potassium. And when we see low potassium, which I I see most of the time, honestly, there can be some insulin resistance. So a lot of times that looks like those blood sugar issues, like the highs and the lows, the hangry, that kind of stuff. You can have poor mineral absorption because you need potassium to bring a lot of your other minerals into the cell. You can have nausea, you can have digestive issues, lots of sweets, cravings, muscle cramps, and fatigue as well. And so when you want to support potassium, I actually have a little food list for you, but adrenal cocktails are a really great way to support potassium with either coconut water or um, cream of tartar. And you can also use the adrenal cocktail powder. I really like that one. That one has um, quite a bit of potassium in it as well. And that is technically more of a supplement, but I, f- I find it to be a pretty basic supplement. Um, you can also do potatoes are pretty high in potassium, apricots, quite a few dried fruits are, of course, we all know bananas have potassium, but there's a lot of fruits that have potassium and then cooked spinach and broccoli, um, mushrooms, peas, and cucumbers and sweet potatoes are all fairly high in potassium. So those are things that you can add in. Um, another drink is aloe juice, and that's something you could add to an adrenal cocktail if you want to. So just look at, I would actually just really recommend that you look at your daily recommended intake of potassium and then track a day of food and just see if you're anywhere close. Do the same with magnesium because magnesium and potassium are the ones that I see really not showing up in the diet nearly as much as you think most of the time. And so even just making a small change and making sure you're getting in adrenal cocktails, you're getting in some magnesium rich foods, some potassium rich foods, it can make a really big difference to help balance out 
your other main minerals. And once those main minerals start to become more balanced, you have a lot more ability to balance the other minerals as well. So I just want to encourage you that here's your kind of like two takeaway action steps. Number one, sit down and assess your stress, sit down and just like feel your body, feel what it's feeling. Where are you tight? Where, where do you feel, um, either like pain or tightness or, um, anxiety or what what are you feeling in your body and where do you feel stressed is it in your gut is it in your shoulders is it in your neck is it in your knees (laughs) maybe not your knees but where are you feeling that stress and what could you do what do you know you could do that would just bring that stress down like 10 percent and consistently start to work those things in throughout your day if you know that you generally sit down to meals and you're stressed out because your kids are being crazy or because you're in a hurry or whatever it is then that's the time to take one minute and just do a quick little body scan okay it's my shoulders my shoulders are tight i'm gonna breathe into my shoulders for a minute i'm gonna ask my kids to do it with me i'm gonna tell them what i'm doing so that they're not asking me to get them something in the middle of it And then I'm just going to take a couple of deep breaths and notice my food. I'm going to like, make sure I'm smelling it, make sure I'm looking at it. And even just that small change can tell your body things are safe. I can actually digest this food and you're going to be absorbing more of the minerals in your food in the first place. And if you're getting enough sodium and you're starting to make enough stomach acid, you're going to absorb your minerals in your food better as well. And then number two is just that piece of really checking into what you're eating, like what you're getting as far as these main minerals, according to, you know, the recommended daily value for your body type and all the things. And just seeing if you're getting anywhere near that amount in food. And if not, then considering where you can increase it with food slowly, because that is going to be the safest and best way to do it. If you don't have personal testing and someone to go over that testing with you, but you truly can do so much to manage your minerals and support your minerals at home and eating whole foods and eating like good fruits and vegetables is going to make a really big difference because those are really mineral rich, but then also foods like bone broth and animal proteins. Those also have a lot of minerals as well. So dairy, good quality dairy has a lot of minerals and you can replenish if you're just able to be mindful essentially. So I hope this was helpful for you. Quick little dive into minerals. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't forget, you can send me a speak pipe and ask me a question to answer on a Thursday episode. I am I'm just excited for the ones that I've already gotten. Please send me your questions and I can't wait to connect with you next time.